and welcome to episode number five of the Classroads podcast, the number one live teacher-student podcast in the world. And it's not just because we're the only live teacher-student podcast in the world. It's because we are the best. My name is Matthew J. Canales, and I am a high school English teacher out of Staten Island, New York, by way of East Brunswick, New Jersey. And I could not do this show without the man sitting to my right. He is an 18 and 4 boxer. He is the future Ringmasters 2024 champion. He is the Ringmasters 2022 champion. He is the New York City Metro's champion 3 years running. He is my former student and now current friend, Mr. Anthony Vincent Laeta. How the hell are you? I am doing good. Now, how would you introduce me if you had to introduce me? Um, that was a that was a lot of that was, you had that was a lot of things that you you uh, put in front of my introduction. It's gonna be hard to top that. I, I know, um, I know, but I'm asking you to do it. All right. So I would okay. I would start it off. Yep. With how you do it, I couldn't do this without the man sitting to my left, a former <laughs> English Olympian. That, oh, there we go. Thank you. And if it still goes this year, a current. English Olympian. Future English or Olympian. F- future. Maybe since I am, since I never lost the crown, maybe I'm still the current. You still are the current gold gold medal winner of, of the, the English Olympics. Exactly. Possibly the greatest English Olympic Olympian of all time. Thank you. And future English and Olympian. And future. Yes. Like, okay. The greatest of all time, probably. If the English Olympics had a GOAT. I would be oh one hundred percent awesome awesome yeah what are I'd the throw in- that and then the full name Matthew Jude Canellis oh thank you thank you government official yep gotta be formal yeah I like how my only credit is a fake competition <laughs> 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 that I created uh, the English Olympics are the best time of the year by the way the English Olympics are just something that I do in my classroom nothing <laughs> tops it it's really a lot of fun. And you play a bunch of English games and trivia and uh, writing games and we solve puzzles and it's almost like an escape room type thing yeah. where we include different aspects of the curriculum into a fun-filled adventure for everybody who steps foot in that door. But, Unless uh, you're on my team. It probably wasn't that fun then. <laughs> why? Why wasn't it fun if you weren't on the well, team? Well, because I was too good. Oh, okay. So you... It's completely fair. Oh, it's oh, 100%, 100% fair. 100% fair. But I don't know why I, people keep thinking it's not fair. It's, I don't know. I just all all the points added up and stuff like that. Oh, it was yeah. a clean clean win. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, anyway, so today's episode is about failure, which we don't we know nothing about. <laughs> We've never failed at anything in our lives, right? Zero percent failure rate. Zero percent. Pa- <laughs> not not bad. <laughs> not bad. Uh, that's not true. Obviously, we wouldn't be doing this episode if we um, <laughs> didn't fail things. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so failure is today's topic. Let's get right into it. What have you ever failed in your life? Well. Okay. Don't say nothing. Well, then I'd be lying. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, I could almost... So I could think of hockey as a failure for me. Why? Even. Because I think... I like to think I was a pretty good hockey player. Hopefully my friends could say the same. I was I was all right. 
but I never took a step in hockey. I never put myself to be to be better than I was. I I stayed I stayed uh consistent, which is good, but I never got better and I kind of was just consistent throughout my whole career from like 14 to to 18 or 19 whenever I stopped playing. And well, you played before that too. Yeah, but I was terrible, obviously, when I started. So I count that as like the growing and getting better. But I hit a stalemate almost. Gotcha. And um, I feel as if that is a failure because before boxing, all my one of my big dreams was to play college hockey in a in a big school because mm. you know who doesn't want to play in front of a huge crowd and be like the hero of college? You know, you score the the game winning goal in a championship. You you're like a god. Yeah. And um, that was always a big dream. So I, I can kind of see it as a failure as not really pursuing it. But then you I don't. Be, you wouldn't because, be pursuing yeah, boxing. Exactly. Because I pursued something else. So hockey to me is a failure. But I it, led me, it led me somewhere better. I wouldn't even consider that a failure for you. I'd say that's more of a sidestep. Because you sidestepped hockey for boxing. Yeah, I, I put hockey in the in the in, secondary. In the rear view. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or not even in the rear view, in the back yeah. seat. Yeah. When you were going for the boxing dream. Yeah, it became dream. not as important at all. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess that might not be a failure. But I don't, I don't think so. Maybe you could consider it a failure just because of um, the amount of effort that you put in. I yeah. would maybe consider that a failure, but yeah. I don't think so. I, I think that you took the effort that you were or could have put into hockey and, and I put it somewhere else. Yeah, and that, that translated into better for me in the long run now than uh, hockey would have been. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Where do you think you would have been right now if you had continued hockey? Would you have gone to a college? Was there ever a coll- collegiate dream of um, going to a specific school and playing? Never a specific school. I mean, when I was little talking about college. I ever wanted to play in like Boston and sh- and places like that. And uh, but um, you can't curse yet. You still have yeah, three, you, I know. You I have almost three, did. three minutes and eighty seconds left until you could curse. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, three YouTube, minutes and eighty seconds. Yeah. Otherwise, YouTube gets angry. Now you have three minutes and fifty seconds. How's it eighty seconds? Well, after the first ten minutes, you could curse. So why is it three minutes and eighty seconds? Well, no, we're There's si- only sixty seconds in a minute. No, but, right. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> three, three minutes and <clears throat> shut up. Ten minutes in, you can curse. All right. <laughs> According to the YouTube standards, I don't. I don't know. I don't make the rules. Go ahead. Um, but yeah, I was thinking later and uh, towards the end of the my career of hockey, mm-hmm. I was looking at Quinnipiac and their division one actually just won the national championship. Uh, I guess shout out Quinnipiac. Shout out Quinnipiac. <laughs> and um, I wasn't like a high level player enough to be just like, oh, sure, you're going to be on the D1 team because, you know, they're looking at guys all over the country and in other countries too to, you know, bring them in. And uh, so I almost wanted to just get into the school and just try out and just give myself a chance. Okay. Because even if they have um, like lower level teams that I could have made, but... Um, do you think that you had the skill level there to be on the team? Was it there um, or was there a reason why, I guess, like, and maybe we talked about this a little bit in our first, second episode. Was there something that was lacking in hockey that you made up for in boxing? Um, my work ethic, 100%. Okay. Practices and stuff. I wasn't like okay yeah. fully into them. You know, we like, like I, with the guys messed around on the drills and shit and, oh. 
No. <laughs> I didn't even realize. God damn it. Damn it. All well, right. you know what, YouTube? Don't monetize us. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever. You don't want to monetize us? <clears throat> the number one live teacher-student podcast in the world? It's your loss. Huh. Exactly. You're going to miss out on all the advertisers that we're going to get. Anyway. But yeah, the work ethic for sure. I did not put my all into hockey that I could have. Like I do boxing. Because, mm. I mean. But I guess, did you feel like maybe your skill level was so much higher in boxing that maybe you saw it yourself. more promising? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can say that. But I did work so much harder, so I don't know if it's just my skill level. I think it's just when I got started to get good, I just got as I got better, I got more motivated to to be better than I am. Gotcha. You know, be better than I was yesterday. Hey, so. there's an old Mister Christensen quote from <clears throat> Monsignor Farrell High School, where I went. He always said, "Rest in peace." By the way, Mister Christensen. Mm-hmm. He always said, "The only person that I'm better than is." The person I was yesterday. That's right. The person I was yesterday. Did you just guess that or did I say it in class? Please say I said it in class. Just say it in class. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Tell me you remember something. Uh, But uh, yeah, it's interesting that you say all that, right? Because I don't know. I was... I was never a sports guy. I was never... I mean, I I was on the basketball team for... The first 10 years of my life, I, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not the first 10 years of my life. I wasn't playing out of the womb. But when I was in like elementary schools and stuff like that, I was playing basketball. And hey, guess what? I don't, I am not great at basketball <laughs> or any sport, really. You know what sport I was okay in? What? I wasn't bad at tennis. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't that's bad. A, that's uh, a random sport for you to be good at. I know. Or, you know, all yeah. right. At. I was okay at bowling, too. And, yeah. um, I'm, I'm very good at bowling. Yeah. Hey, we we almost beat... Uh, oh, I remember that. Um, Dej, JoJo, and James. Yeah. When they combined yeah, their sports. 2v3. Yeah. We're going to do that again. That was really we fun. We should. I think we could take them now. Yeah. JoJo, James, and Dej. Yeah. It's a rematch calling for you. We're calling you out. Anytime. Anywhere, preferably Rabs. Yes. And preferably when we're free. Yes. But uh, other than that, anytime, any place. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, I was definitely not the most athletic, uh, athletically gifted, if you will, because I didn't have that motivation that you have in order to take it to that next level. Mm-hmm. I was never the um, guy that would be like, I'm going to put that extra 10 minutes into the gym. And I know an extra 10 minutes doesn't sound like a lot, but an extra 10 minutes is oh, huge. You're right. You, you know, know, it's, it's you, can, you can learn something new in that 10 minutes. You can, you know, strengthen new muscle muscles in 10 minutes, less than 10 minutes. You could do that. But I mean, any, any extra time at anything is good. Right. And think about it over the course of a, like how many, how often do you practice boxing? I don't know if that's even the right word. Train boxing. <laughs> Every day, every day, right? <laughs> I so, mean, was, I'll say in total, mm-hmm. all year, like including my vacation, I probably take a twenty-five days off of boxing. So okay, <laughs> so I I say about a month. I take probably take a month. Okay, total, so let's say three hundred and thirty-five days. Yeah, you go box a year. So <clears throat> add an extra ten minutes. Add that extra ten minutes to 
250 of those days. It's a lot of math. It's a lot of math. (laughs) Hey, guys, that's 2,500 extra minutes, which equates to how many extra hours? Hey, write it in the comment section. (laughs) Yeah, because I don't know it. Because I don't know 2,500 divided by 60. Um, It sounds like it's a large number. (laughs) That could translate over the course of He's anything. an English teacher, I and I was an English student. The best. The, the number one. The number one English student. <laughs> sure. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, um, so the reason why I bring up my own athletic ability, not to <laughs> compare myself to you, <laughs> is to just be like, I would never consider myself a failure just because I didn't put that extra effort in. Yeah. I think I would have a struggle with that had I put in the extra effort to be a basketball superstar as if I was going to be a basketball superstar. I'm five foot 10. <laughs> I weigh about a, at the time, probably 165 <laughs> pounds. Yeah. <laughs> All muscle, by the way. No, no, no shot. And <laughs> you should have seen my uh, free throws. Oh yeah. Yeah. Three for 10. Easy. That's not too bad. Not too bad? 30%. Okay. I'm like, it was like Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> but Shaq had other physical attributes. Yeah. Like being seven, seven foot, foot. <laughs> tall, a setter, could block your shot. Uh, but um, I consider it a failure if you did put in the 335 yeah. days. And I maybe trying is the success. But do you ever get nervous about how much effort you put in and maybe a little bit of a controversial question to ask you, but you ever get nervous for the amount of time that you put in that it won't translate to the success that you're looking for? Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like I, I could even think like today, like the last, what, six years I've been boxing, probably more. Mm-hmm. Like all that time, like I feel some, like I feel if I don't at least become a pro fighter i not wasted but i feel all that time was just for nothing kind of like of course i stayed in great shape throughout my life and i have amateur belts which is a great achievement in itself because you know not many people could say they stepped into a boxing ring and won multiple titles so you know that's a great achievement but to not even like get close to the goal and after putting in a ton of effort would feel like a failure to me i think yeah and that would be something that i would have i mean i've dealt with that previous and i'll talk about that after we talk about the boxing and um the hockey correlation when we talk about how i attempted stand-up actually about about the hockey as we're talking i kind of realize what i see as the failure not more of what i became from it more of like some of the games like we we've played championship games that we've lost. Mm-hmm. Like we we have had plenty of good teams, but throughout my my hockey career, the state championship you know avoided us. We just couldn't get it. We made it to the finals a few times, and and just the states just wouldn't. We couldn't get it done. And I feel that maybe if I did put that extra effort, maybe I would have had another goal to win the game or something. You know. So. But then again. The hockey is a team sport. Yeah, yeah, of course, boxing. of course. But I, as a player, everyone has their own abilities, and 
from my oh you were more guy, of a scorer yeah the guys on my team we had the scores and me and a couple other kids were the, were the guys who put up the points mm-hmm. you know and then you had the other guys who hit the guys and played the the physical game who g- did the dirty work yeah while we put up the, the points the goons yeah the, the grinders that's, the grinders. that's what we call them gotcha um so everyone had their role and everyone knew who the goal scorers were so who was out late in the game to to put one in so i feel that maybe if i did put more effort or more practice into whatever I needed to practice on. Maybe I could have won a game for the team. So more more of a fail, failing the team a little bit. Okay. Maybe to my, my lack of like seriousness about hockey at times. Because I was definitely, I, I mean, even as a captain, I was definitely a goofball <laughs> on the ice. No. During, <laughs> I mean, you've met my team. They're uh, all goofballs. But, yeah, really. You know, so once one gets started... <laughs> Right. It's like a chain reaction. <laughs> you, <laughs> we all just become stupid. <laughs> you can't. You can't shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, yeah. Cap. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, yeah, I was definitely a sucker for time, having fun. <laughs> yeah, right. Of course. And again, I think it's maybe because not to psychoanalyze you, but it's because you take boxing so seriously. Oh, and yeah. even at the time that you were on the hockey team, when you were goofing off mm-hmm. on the hockey rink, yeah, or, boxing yeah, was still the most serious. Uh, Anything. Right. There was no shot that you were going into the ring and goofing off. Mm-hmm. And maybe you did t- from time to time, just maybe when training was over yeah, yeah. to mess around a little bit. But Yeah, we definitely had our fun in the gym. Yeah, I'm sure you but, did. You know, when fights, when it's time to fight, it's time to attempt to... It's time to go. Yeah, it's time yeah. to go. There's it's time no to games. go. Um, there's no if ands, or buts about that, right? It's one of those things where it's kill or be killed when you're in a boxing uh, ring. Literally. Yeah. And and this is just me th- talking out loud. But when you're in the hockey ring, you can at least rely on the yeah, other guy. Yeah, if you're guy. having a bad game, you, you know you you could still win. Yeah, somebody picks you up, yeah. or somebody should pick you up, yeah. right? Any any team sport, basketball, baseball, I guess not really. Eh, baseball, I guess counts. But um, but yeah, so I, I get what you're saying. But I I wouldn't even consider that a failure. I, I wouldn't even consider that failing. It. I mean. Uh, the biggest failure is when we fail ourselves. Yeah. I feel. I guess, I, I mean, I feel like that one, like, I don't want to call these failure either, but I feel like that when I lose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I lost a fight, but it, in all, I feel like I've gotten better from it. All right. So, I mean, how could I call that a failure if it made me better? Oh, and 100%. So. And our topic is failure, but maybe at the end of the episode or end of the day or just as we're talking about it, we... Maybe it didn't fail at anything. Maybe we were joking in the beginning of the episode about how failure, like we were joking about how he's never failed anything in his life. I haven't failed anything in my life. We have a 0% failure rate. But at the end of the day, maybe that joke becomes a reality because everything that we failed at, quote unquote, or society might see as a failure is something that we can learn from and something that did help us grow as people and something that did lead us to the path that we're currently on because I I don't know if failure is a real thing. I mean uh, I, I don't know. I can I can't say that either because I don't know. A lot of people I don't know. who I, fail are just like people I mean a lot of people learn from their failures. Yeah. So you you know what failure might be the people who don't learn from it. Right. That's like the only failure. Yeah, that like, that might be when you know you failed. Yeah, and I think we could probably even sum it up to this too, and we'll get back into talking about like yeah. actual specifics. Um, 
the things that we fail at, we, we still fail, but we're not failures mm-hmm. at whatever we're doing, whatever we're yeah. trying to accomplish. Um, and I think that's important because at the same time of you maybe quote unquote letting your team down, you also, not even the boxing thing, it also grew a bond between you and your team. Yeah. It also helped you be come friends with these people and yeah I guess so these, out of my failures like good things have come out of them these lifelong bonds or, that you, you have know, in quotes failures yeah yeah but yeah, yeah. just for the sake of the episode we're gonna call them failures but again we're not saying that these are strict failures and that yeah. failure who knows if it's even a thing um, because I failed, if, if you really look at my track record, <laughs> um, I failed at a lot, <laughs> stand up comedy, <laughs> teaching, no, <laughs> <laughs> just, just outright saying it. No. I hope I'm not a failure as a teacher. I've definitely failed a lot at teaching. There's been a lot of moments where I've been home and I'm like, yo, <laughs> um, that was a bad, bad moment that happened earlier. Yeah. I don't believe in bad days. I believe in bad moments, especially as a teacher. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, anything else you wanted to say about boxing or hockey in terms of, nah, I, like we were talking, uh, we talked about episode, on episode two about the loss um, that you had. The yeah. or last year in the tournament, and I think even that loss, though, and we'll get to the stand-up comedy thing in a minute. Relax, ah, <laughs> uh, I don't have ADD today. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> um, I think that's leading you to be so hungry for this tournament. Yeah, because even like off camera, we were talking about how you're maintaining weight now. When mm-hmm. last year I was blowing up to you know ten pounds over my weight between fights. There's no yeah I was gonna so. say there was no way at this time last year you were 129, 130 pounds. No, and no way. And that's uh, a- unless I had a fight that week, no way. Yeah, and if I didn't have so in the tournament, you find out if you're fighting the week before. So this is the ringmaster tournament that's coming yeah. up, Madison Square Garden, end of April. Yes. Um. So if I knew I wasn't fighting on that Sunday night before those fights, if my name wasn't on that list, I would stuff my face of all the food I haven't been eating, and I'd be 140 pounds the next day fighting at 125. So and even that's the why, fight, and even like you said, yeah, in March, how bad I looked. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, it's a protein shake that he's eating. <laughs> but um, just so drawn out and pale because I. Probably had to lose uh, a large amount of weight in four or five days, and it's not the healthiest thing. Yeah, to I, do, remember, so. I remember texting you. I, so I would never text him the day of a fight or the night of because yeah. I'd be like, oh, there's no way he wants to hear from anybody, <laughs> right? Is that true? Nah, I, I actually, I don't, I don't mind people texting me. Okay, but I, uh, get, I, I would because sooner, that, that's, sooner or later, people are going to confront you about it. It's not just like. It's if you have a loss, people aren't just gonna ignore you. Like most people aren't. Oh, gonna I'm just, just talking like about the weight cutting thing. Oh, the yeah, oh, I'm okay. talking about like that day, oh. um, that day of the weight cut where I would be so miserable if I had the. Oh yeah, I was miserable. Shoes. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to hear from anybody. Oh, oh, okay. yeah, that's what I'm that, talking yeah, about. No. Yeah, no, no I, is, I obviously reach out to you. Yeah, win or loss. Fights, yeah. yeah, but um, no, that I would <laughs> not answer you. <laughs> I would answer. I don't even answer my parents sometimes. I just. <laughs> 
sit in the house with headphones on yeah. <laughs> and I just watch a show or something and try to pass time while I'm miserable hungry. I, I always know when not to text you. <laughs> I always get back the okay. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that, that's a, that's a, not interested. That, that's the hint. It's like, <laughs> get, get back to work, kiddos. Get back to work. You have a class to teach. Um, but yeah, so, um, <laughs> My ADD literally just kicked in after. <laughs> oh man! After saying it, what it? What were we talking about? Well, we had the boxing, the weight cut, the losses, yeah. and I think. Yes. Okay. Up. I'm back okay, on track. You got it. Yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are the number one live podcast. <laughs> we no interruptions. No interruptions. We edit nothing <laughs> for better or worse. Actually, we do edit. We're going to add this audio to the video. Yes. This time, maybe not this one because it's supposed to be out in like two days, and I don't have time. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, late. Uh, we got together late this week. Yeah, but that's okay. We have uh, actual like yeah. sparring to do. Um, but um, oh, but yeah, I think that um, like I was saying, there's no way that last year's again failure didn't motivate you to want to come out. Not necessarily even want to, but to actually go out yeah. and run through every single person that yeah, you're going that, to I meet. Mean, yeah, that's that's the plan. So <laughs> Yeah, and there hasn't been one time where he said, Oh, I'm I'm hesitant, I'm nervous, I'm Yeah, never. You've always been going into this tournament that starts and it's already started, but you, I know you don't have a fight yet. Every single time we've talked about it, you're saying, I'm going to win. I'm going yeah. to win. There's no way I lose. Well, uh, so I have a thing. I, I feel if if you're even somewhat a bit hesitant, you're already a step behind. But how many people in your shoes would have lost confidence? Oh, I'm sure a bunch. Yeah. Not like back to back losses. You lost a big tournament, and it kind of feels like it's the end, even. And you know it's not, but at, at the, in that moment, it feels like it. And another thing too. Um, there was a kid in my gym who won um, the Ringmasters, one of my good friends, and congratulations to him. Uh, EJ? Yeah, yeah. He um, went on to the Nationals, and not not being jealous even of him, it's just like I could have been there. Like if I, if I did the right things and I paid attention to my weight and I, I did everything right, I could have been there. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to him. He did things the right way. And was there ever? It's almost as motivation. Like he he did it, and now I'm now. And we always support each other. Like this year, he's he's trying out for a pro team. So, you know, as of today, he's on the team just oh good to see yeah. if he's an alternate or a, like I guess either way he made the team. Yeah, That's either awesome. way he made the team. Yeah. So it's congratulations to him. Yeah, shout out but EJ. He's, EJ's a really good guy. Oh, he's a great guy and yeah. a great fighter. Shout out. Yeah, and you'll see him on TV one day. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Most he, likely will. He's an awesome guy. But yeah, yeah now even now, it's like today, like even though technically in the tournament we were enemies because or opponents because same we were division. in the same division, which we never fought each other, but we were in the same division. We still were like, okay, now like like you're gonna go out and get that ring this year. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna make that team this year. Like, there's, like there's no one that's gonna stop us this year. That's it. So that's it's a nice motivation to see, you know. Just to see someone who's done it, and now I'm looking back and saying he did this, and now it's my turn. Right to, to keep the gym winning. Yeah, like it's not even about EJ and and Anthony at this point. It's about like the gym, like New, my coach. We're gonna C- have our coaches. New winning. York City cops and kids. Yeah, like um, our two coaches. We want them to stay on top with us. Yeah, so. for sure. Uh, 
I have a side question. Um, Lou and Lou staying with EJ? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I believe so. I mean, no, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know how the whole team... I don't know how it works, works either, actually, yeah. but I'd assume. Right. I'm sure he'll still train. Yeah. Um, but you said something earlier about how you even considered, like, was this for me? Um, was that going through your mind? What was going through your mind after you did lose that tournament? Um, yeah, I, 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 so, I sort of know, but just for anybody. Yeah, I definitely had a huge hit to my confidence and my uh, my confidence, my ability to, to actually win fights because, uh, you know, I give respect to anyone who steps in the ring because it's dangerous as all hell and anything can go wrong with one shot to the head the right way, you know? Well, um, you'll see that in our reaction videos that we're going to make yeah. on the YouTube channel at the Classroads on YouTube. <laughs> yes, which you're probably watching on, by the way. So, yeah. <laughs> if you're if if you're watching video, if you watch the videos, but go um, on, yeah. So, so yeah, so yeah. Respect, so talk about respect the, to anyone, yeah. but I know I was better than the guys I lost to. Like it's just I just know it. So that but was at, at the time. Did you still think that you were better than the guys that you lost to, or did that mess with your confidence? No, that that would really mess with my confidence because I knew, I knew that I could be better. And when I got into the the fight stage and I was on in the ring, I just couldn't do it. Gotcha. Like I almost what was like you what just was couldn't hold, perform? Yeah, what was holding you back? Do you think? I think just since like my first loss, and then I became hesitant to 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 get hit even not that I'm afraid to get hit but you don't want to look bad so I kind of maybe stepped off the gas pedal to make sure my defense was on point and you know time goes by pretty quick in the ring right what what are the rounds three minutes three minutes yeah. you know three three, three, three minute, minute rounds, rounds. Yeah. and you know like it goes by you know it might not feel like it in the ring but no, it goes by sure. it goes by quick it's nine minutes of fighting so you take your foot off the gas that's not much time to get that back. Not much time to score back and uh, take the lead in the round again. Well, that was what impeded your win from because you fought. There was two losses back to back, but the one you probably should have won, right? Like the which one was that? Uh, the one after Poughkeepsie. So there was like because there was one in Poughkeepsie where I think you dropped. So. Just going back to last year, there was one in Poughkeepsie where you dropped the first round. It's almost like you were giving the guy the first yeah. round um, because I remember you were training. Like, was that the original time when you were training with pros? Was that uh, yeah. the, when you were getting more into it? I know you trained yeah, yeah. with pros before that. I was getting into it. And the thing with – so I kind of fell into a sparring almost because when I'm doing six, eight rounds – you got to pace yourself better than you're fighting three rounds. Three rounds, you got to go all three rounds, and that's it. But when you're sparring eight rounds, especially with pros who know how to – who fight ten-round fights. So, you know, they're they're taking the first round off, just blocking shots, and you're kind of um, reflecting that the same way, and then, then it transpires into the fight. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're down one already in a three-round fight, and that's hard to come back from. Right, and that's what we had all noticed. Everybody who was there, we were like, "What the hell is he doing?" Yeah, in the first and then round? you try to you try to play catch up at the end. And I think he did a solid job of playing catch up, but yeah, it came out to a split decision. But right, and at the mm. same time, I think you have to worry about those judges, right? Yeah, cause because what they see, everyone everyone sees different things. So in, in my head, if I'm an unbiased judge, and I see you take off the first round, you have to do so much more in that second yeah. round to steal to that next round. Yeah. yeah, Even if you are the better fighter, but if it's close, I'm probably still giving it to the guy 
that fought better in that first round. Like that's always in like the back yeah. of my head, even when I'm like watching a UFC fight or something like yeah. that. Because you get too cl- you say the second round and third round are really close, and it c- it could be a toss up. Yeah. Now you have that first round that that kid didn't do anything, and the other guy kind of just controlled everything. And you're like, okay, bam, he won. Right. So, so. H- how did that? How does that influence your mindset going forward into this next tournament? Well, I mean, my training has all just been high volume, even like just punches and punches and punches, rounds, no rounds off, like no, all the sparring is from the first bell to the last one is high speed, lots of volume, lots of numbers. So that's a big change we've made on the bag too, you know, eight, 10 rounds of just thousands of punches even so. The pain in your voice right there. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's so brutal. Yeah. But yeah, that's just the the stamina that I need, and you feel like the, your cardio's up too. Oh, one hundred percent. Because even before, like I start all this, I'm getting to the gym and I'm going around the treadmill for two miles, so my legs are already a little little tired or weak, and that's the first that I get into it, uh, get into boxing after that. So, yeah, I mean, to, to keep myself motivated, sometimes I I think like I can't even do an hour on the bike right now, and this kid's going into a boxing gym for the next seven hours yeah and i have to be like uh just get on just just start riding just pedal <laughs> but and then i even you know even cause my, my gym's monday to friday but even on weekends i'm still going right yeah like working out if i'm not in the gym or i'm asking my coach hey can we open up today and like i want to work on some things so it's just just trying to be perfect and you've been going to random places to spar too I know. Yeah, yeah i've been in jersey brooklyn uh wherever wherever yeah. wherever wants to smoke <laughs> hey, hey, let's go. Uh, but yeah, that's that's. Um, I'm hoping that by the next episode we have a fight. Or sorry, by episode seven. Yeah, hopefully we'll be wearing very similar outfits for episode six. It'll only it's almost be like it's the same day. Almost. Uh, we probably should have put the light on so we look better. Huh. Oh well. Next episode. for next episode, we're gonna look <laughs> so much better. Like you'll have no idea. <laughs> anyway. Um, I was, um, and I obviously look forward to any time that you fight, and it's going to be a fun time, even though um, you made me lose money last time. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Imagine I bet on him. <laughs> imagine, imagine you just go on your, the sports book, and it just it's, it says Laetta versus oh, whoever. <laughs> that's going to be a mind trip. If and when that eventually happens, yeah. if I log on to DraftKings and then there's and your name, my name, <laughs> yeah, I d- put I the house on it. By the way, just, I haven't bet on him. Just to, <laughs> yeah, for the for record, clarity for the record, for clarity. There has um, never been any bets placed on me. I, I'm no. not sure you cannot bet on this. Yeah, I haven't. So. I haven't gone around the people in the crowd. No, I, I wasn't like, hey, here's twenty dollars on the guy in the blue because usually, why do you I, wear, I blue? wear blue? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I just, I don't know. I'm always in the blue yeah. corner most of the time. <laughs> I'm not red very often. No, almost never. I like the blue better anyway. Do you? Yeah, I have, yeah. More, I have more stuff that matches it. Oh, there you go. So, Like our Classroads podcast logo that you're going to wear on the next... Oh, it's going on my trunk. Oh, yeah? I actually I actually can do that. I, you can you? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. I'll, I'll put them on one of my trunks and use them in one of the shows. Get a tattoo on the forearm, <laughs> right? The Classroads podcast. Uh, we're going to look into this. <laughs> and then you can buy them. When you become famous, and yeah, we'll sell the trunks. If you want boxing trunk, tank tops. Hang up. Oh, yeah, hang up. Yeah, sell tank tops. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll get. You know, we're gonna get merch going soon, and we will. And you guys are gonna enjoy it because it's gonna be good stuff. Oh, believe you me. 
You'll enjoy it. Uh, but um, ADD <laughs> uh, kicked in just again. <laughs> what do you, did you forget what you talk about again? Yep. Yeah. All right. So we got about me. <laughs> I think it's time to, I mean, give them what they're hoping for, and that's your uh, stand-up comedy run. Oh, is that what people are hoping for? I'm I'm hoping for it. Oh. So I, I hope they are as well, because. <laughs> I'm pretty excited to hear how this all went down. What questions do you have? <laughs> okay, so what... <laughs> I'm just going to sit back. <laughs> so what initially made up your mind and said, I want to be a stand-up comedian? Like, like, what, like what happened? <laughs> what happened in my life? Yeah, no. what, what was going on that you just you said, this is what I'm going to do? Uh, it was 2014. All right. I had just graduated college. And I don't know. I was... A huge stand-up comedy fan at the time, and I thought I was going to be Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Do you know who that is? I think so. Wasn't he on wrestling once? Oh, yeah. Right. Exactly. He versus Jerry to King Lawler in Memphis. <laughs> so I was a huge fan of all of his stuff, and I was like, I want to be this guy. Not realizing that everybody who's ever tried to be Andy Kaufman has come off super hacky. <laughs> it's been so bad. There's only one Andy Kaufman. And I was a huge Norm MacDonald fan. I don't know and who that is. You don't know who Norm MacDonald yeah. is? Nah, he's uh, one of the best stand-up comedians of all time. But solid. Um, uh, Netflix special to watch. Uh, I forget what it's called. I think it's uh, something like Hitler's Dog. Or something. All right. Yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. And... He was my favorite stand-up comedy comedian of all time, and I thought I could also be Norm. And guess what? Everybody who tries to be Norm, also very hacky. I didn't realize that until much later. <laughs> so I thought it would be easy. I had always looked up open mic nights. Um, but to answer your initial question is because I was a huge stand-up comedy fan, yeah. and I thought maybe I could make something out of it. And I saw somebody else in college do stand-up comedy, and he was awful. Shout out Philly. Uh, <laughs> oh, you suck, by the way. You are one of the worst stand-up comedians I've ever seen. I wonder why Wayne Brady big-leagued you literally from day oh, one. You suck. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> too too far? No, which uh, I think just right. <laughs> his name was he went by Philly. Philly? Uh yeah. Piece He's of destined for failure. I hated him. I hated that <laughs> Um but yeah, he was doing stand up comedy and I'm like, I'm funnier than this guy. And I was, but being funnier than this guy was definitely not enough to succeed because <laughs> you're funnier than him and you weren't even attempting to be yeah. a stand up comedian. So and how do I know? I never went to go see him. He would show clips to the class and be like, hey, uh, Professor Beauvais. Professor Beauvais was a solid professor at yeah. St. Francis College. But um, Professor Beauvais, could you uh, play this for me? Uh, it's uh, me doing stand-up last night. And he would show it. And everybody practiced a solid fake laugh. <laughs> at least in my opinion, it was a fake oh, laugh. Oh, man. And... Um, I was like, I could do this, and I started looking up open, open mics, and I found the one at this uh, Stand Up New York. It was um, like on Seventieth Street, something like that, in the city. And I took my friend Ralph with me for moral support. Guess who should have not taken Ralph for moral support? <laughs> I'm gonna guess you. Oh, uh, me? Yes, that's the answer to the question. <laughs> one point for me. <laughs> yes, one point. Oh no, do I have to eat something? <laughs> no, no, oh, no. We're God. not doing that again. Oh, never. Um, follow us so we don't have to ever eat condiments again. Um, <laughs> that we don't want. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I took him and uh, some actual like solid 
comedians came out of this open mic actually oh yeah um i can't remember her name but she's uh been featuring for she was on one of the late shows but i remember her being at the open mic though and i thought i could do this i went up there and i soon realized that i could not do this (laughs) i i remember my first joke it was it went something like this it was like something like america is such a fat nation that the biggest reality tv star is gordon ramsay a guy who cooks Nothing funny about that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That was it. Yeah, something like that. Um, oh man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Oh god. I had a whole bit on Gordon Ramsay and about how America is fat, and um, <laughs> it didn't go well. Nobody laughed. Nobody in this place fa- practiced their fake laugh. Oh god. Even my friend Ralph didn't laugh, which was, <laughs> which was that's upsetting. Nice, which was fun. If, if, you know, if my friend was up there, I would be the loudest one laughing, even <laughs> if it wasn't funny. Just, just, just for some support. And then after the show, maybe I tell him, "Hey, maybe this isn't for you." Oh, he told me it wasn't for me. All right. But he also didn't laugh. Oh, all right. <laughs> but uh, it was only my first time, and yeah. I just wanted to do it. And I'm glad I did it because then it opened the door to do more. And I had gotten better yeah. over the course of um, the summer of 2014. And I was doing open mics probably because I wasn't teaching. I was teaching, but at the time just uh, it was like day-to-day subbing. I don't remember. But I was just graduating college. So wherever I was at the time, doesn't matter. So I was doing like open mic nights in the city uh <clears throat> Fairly regularly, but my fairly regularly was three times a week mm-hmm. and just three times a week, not realizing that everybody who wants to be a stand-up comedian, like you were boxing, you said you're, you take off 30 days, you're supposed to be in the city every single night as doing stand-up, doing stand-up getting your sea legs ready, and I just wasn't doing that. I yeah. was, but I thought I was. I thought yeah, I was thought doing the right things. was... Was enough. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm going to uh, stand up New York." And then they had like these weird little open mics in like these weird bars in the village and um, these other areas, uh, East uh, the East Village, Granite. I don't know all these places. <clears throat> so I was going there three times a week, not realizing that. Look, you should be doing this daily and if you're not doing it daily then you better find at least two or three different open mics to do that day when you're first starting out because i thought i was going to get up there be the funniest guy in the room and Mm -hmm. then become norm mcdonald and become i don't know world famous um (laughs) they had these things called bringer shows by the way and (laughs) so I thought I was ready after like three months of stand-up comedy to really? be like on just like actual, that, huh? yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like that. And guess what? You were not. I was. Not, I was not. Two points. <laughs> Two points. Um, but I convinced myself, and I convinced all of my friends that they should come see me do stand-up. And guess who bombed? I'm assuming you. <laughs> it was three points. Three points. I'm racking them up. There you are. <laughs> and I bombed. <laughs> I bad. bombed bad in front of all of my friends. Oh, no. It was the most embarrassing experience of my life up until that moment. Really? Probably the most. Like, if I'm thinking back on it, mm-hmm. I don't get embarrassed easily anymore. Yeah. Almost at all. I was embarrassed that day because 
the crowd was silent and I heard like my friends giggle. <laughs> did that did, oh, so did that make you laugh up on stage a little bit or no? No. <laughs> no, you were just like, oh, this is so bad. Yeah, because I was trying to find my train of thought for yeah. like getting everything back on track and I'm like, these jokes are gonna be so good. And I don't remember what the jokes were. I literally don't know. And Oh, well, I have, I showed you that joke book that I found. Yeah. That was much later in my comedy career, um, three years later. <laughs> so those jokes were so bad three years later. Thank God I quit at the time. Because <laughs> now seven years later, maybe I'll get back into it. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe one more shot. One more shot at the glory. You get a solid crowd. We'd all go to it. I know. So. I know you would. And I'm nervous. Because <laughs> if this happens again. <laughs> the second most embarrassing moment of your life. <laughs> Literally. That's the same thing. This This might be worse. Yeah. But yeah, it was called the bringer show because um, the more people that you brought, the more time you got on stage. So I brought like all of these people thinking like, oh, I'm going to get so much time on stage. And um, if you brought like a certain amount of people, you got to talk with a comedy executive from that they were bringing in. And they always say that the comedy executives, but they're literally just bookers for other comedy clubs. And um, I brought in like seven, uh, no more than that, like 10 people. We, you want to hear something funny? Of course you do. We brought a limo to the stand-up comedy no. place. Yep. Oh no. <laughs> Why? Do you not want to ride in a limo? No, must have thought, people must have thought you were some like big star. Oh. When I got out, it was as if nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really was. There was nobody around. Really? Yeah. There was nobody around. It was at some random comedy club in the city. Yeah. And uh, I brought all these people in and I bombed. And I talked to the comedy executive <laughs> after it was over. And he pretty much, without saying I was terrible, said, Can I talk to somebody else? <laughs> like, almost like he had to talk to me. Yeah. Because I had brought that many people. people. <laughs> and that was the requirement for him. But um, guess who I was still funnier than, though? Philly. Yeah. Say it. I Philly, can't. you suck. And say what I want you to say. Say it. We don't like Philly. <laughs> I like Philly just fine. All um, right. Philly, you're a good guy, I guess. <laughs> no. Philly, the town. The city. Um, but Philly, the person? Terrible person. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Awful. Awful human being. I thought he was just not funny. But he's a terrible person, too. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't say why he's a terrible person. Maybe it's because um, I don't want to implicate myself here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you know what he did. So, <laughs> if you're listening, if you found me 13 years later. Um, not 13, however many years. But um, I was I, I thought I was funnier than him. I actually saw the tape back, and I'm like, yeah, at least I beat him. But... I remember, like, after it was over, we all went out to eat, but I just wanted the night to be over. Yeah, just one of those nights you just wanted to end and go to bed and wake up tomorrow, and that was it. And never try this again. Yeah. <laughs> now, was that your last time? No, no. You would think it would be. <laughs> right? No, yeah. Uh, but uh, I remember, like, they were like, oh, that was really good. And I'm like, why didn't you laugh? And they didn't have a good answer besides the fact that I didn't say anything funny. 
Um, but yeah, it's so that, hard to be hard. It's hard to be pretty good when you don't say anything funny, <laughs> right? Especially when you're—that's the reaction that you're hoping for. Yeah, and it was before this new age of comedy where you just want people to think when they're in the audience. Who wants that? Um, that's why I respect you. Like Shane Gillis at all? I think you would like the same stand-up comedy. You don't really like stand-up comedy, yeah, well, right? I've, I've seen like one guy I could watch a little bit. Is Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, so. I like him a little bit. But I think but I don't watch it much. I think we have similar tastes in stand-up comedy, or we probably would. yeah. But um, I didn't quit. But the going out after it would be like when, and we've never gone out after your fight when you've had uh, a loss. But that's what it would have been like. You yeah, just lost. You just want to go home because you thought it was going to go so well. You even booked a limo for this. <laughs> you booked a limo. You brought all these people. You like forced them into going, and then to get up there and be one of the worst comedians that has <laughs> maybe ever graced the stage. Um, like I, I won't. I can't. I had a radio with me, and I came out the Hulk Hogan's Real American. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. Is there a video of this somewhere? I hope so. <laughs> Cause, oh man, cause I don't mind it. I'm, you have to find that. I embrace it now, but yeah, I have pictures. Uh, oh, this is even funnier. I had my friends throw streamers at me as I came out. <laughs> Why? Oh my God. Because in pro wrestling, <laughs> I need to see this. You throw streamers at people. I need to see this. It's so there, bad. There has to be a video somewhere. There is because I, because I brought enough people, it got videotaped. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't think I said anything like even with a punchline. <laughs> I think it was just like, so guys, uh, yeah, potato chips taste good, huh? <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm Matt Canellis and. Uh, I knitted, I knitted the sweater that I'm wearing. I didn't knit the sweater. I don't know why I said that. Um, and uh, I like pillows. I <laughs> just say random shit. Just, it was just saying. random shit just, yeah. just spewing out of your mouth. And, yeah. And it was awful. It was just crickets I, the whole time. Oh, I thought it was so funny when I was just like reading this in my head. I'm like, this is going to kill him. Yeah. This, this joke. So one of my jokes, um, this is later, but oh, we'll get into it. So I didn't stop, right? Like I should have. I uh, God damn moron. I continue to do like open mics. I actually, again, I got better. Uh, the very first, even like this time when I brought all these people and bombed yeah. was still so much better than my first time. And, you know, going back to talking about failure, I guess I didn't fail because I, I learned. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't learn to stop though. <laughs> and that is a failure. <laughs> right. I should have constituted that as a failure. <laughs> so... I kept doing it, and um, I got put on, like, another showcase, like, later that year after doing more open mics and thinking that I got so much better. I brought more friends with me, and, again, I bombed. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what the frig is going on? It was on? just your friends. Maybe. Maybe I got intimidated. This is a little stage fright. A little stage fright. <laughs> Even, yeah. I didn't feel it at the time, but maybe. And... I remember, like, just not having a good set. And in in open mics, I think that they give you this weird sense of false confidence. Yeah. Because everybody's there to sort of support each other because mm -hmm. they're all other comedians. Yeah, who are trying uh, to be up and coming, right? Yes. Quote, unquote, comedians that took a class with laughing Buddha. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not joking. That's a real... It's a thing. A real thing. People take comedy classes. Yeah. I feel like you can't become funny. No, you can't. Like, it's either you're funny or not. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. I you feel could... like there's classes that won't change that. I feel like those classes probably just help being on stage and and being more. Uh... But you could do that for free. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I guess you could learn how to set up a joke. You learn how to make a punchline. Yeah. But also, I think the best practice is literally just trying. Just keep going. Just keep mics. going. Yeah. And um, again, I was doing three days a week, trying to get better in between all these different showcases I was having. And by 2017, I I had this book, and I don't have it on me, but I'll maybe post it on the Instagram page at the Classroads on Instagram. <laughs> and <clears throat> let's just say that the world wasn't ready for Glenn Campbell humor at the time. You know who Glenn Campbell is? No. Yep. <laughs> so one of my jokes was, uh, so Glenn Campbell died yesterday from Alzheimer's disease. My mom actually asked me, uh, how, did, how did he die? I go, I don't know, but I'm guessing he didn't either. <laughs> now, are you laughing because it's funny? <laughs> I find that stuff funny. It's just... I see too. See, th- that's the problem I think it would be with stand-up comedy, because if it was to go bad again, I feel like our friends would be the only people laughing. Oh, man. Because we all think the same and have the same stupid humor. So, uh, I think you would do all right with us. Maybe. Maybe that's what I need. Yeah, you need small crowds of just people who have the same humor as you. Literally. I need I need my audience. Yeah. So. Just place your audience, your own audience, so it goes good and you get signed to some big deal. <laughs> right. You go in front of a huge stadium and just crickets. <laughs> right. Go to, the, like, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. It's just complete silence. Yeah. Quietest the garden's ever been. <laughs> right. The world's most famous arena is now burnt down to the ground because these people rioted and wanted their money back. But, yeah, so that was one of my jokes. Um, I was getting into political humor. I don't even know who... I was looking at the book the other day. I go, I don't know who Walter Maddow is. Look up Walter Maddow. I don't know what he's famous for. But apparently, (laughs) it, it was topical at the time. And... I had some random joke about how he he likes he was warning people about the nuclear holocaust. He was an American actor, comedian, and film director. Is he dead? It doesn't say. Oh, he is, okay. But if if he's not, he's a hundred and four years old. He's he's <laughs> no okay. Two thousand, he died. He died in two thousand. Yeah. Then I had the wrong name. <laughs> Because I don't know who I was thinking of. Um, Walter Maddow? Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. He died in 2000. He was born in 1920. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I had Walter Maddow humor. <laughs> I'm not even sure if that was the guy I was supposed to talk about. So, um, but yeah, that was that was a thing. Um, and then I had like jokes about, okay, this is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this one and you tell me if it's funny. And you at home, you play along. But yeah, tell me if this one's funny. So I was watching America's Got Talent last night, and there was this this singer. And she was the only person to survive a 12-person plane crash. She was one of... uh, She was the only survivor of the 12-person plane crash. And she sung so beautifully. And not a scar on her if if you don't count the skin grafts that she got. But not a scar on her besides that. And... Sung so beautifully that it was like angels came down from heaven. It was like everybody was moved in the crowd. Moved me. 
Move me to tears. Move me to have emotions. Made me think. Made me think about life, love, and the fact that I should no longer rely on my resume to air traffic control. Yep, that was a punchline. Um, he's not it, it, saying it didn't that deliver me. that well. <laughs> but okay, so that was a that, the joke itself was actually pretty good. I, I don't think it was said right. It wasn't because I was trying to think of it. Yeah, <laughs> this is trying to remember from 2017. Yeah, no, but that's that's a kind of a funny joke. Is it not bad? No, that was Thanks, good. Man, it's just. Maybe maybe it was your delivery that was off. <laughs> maybe your jokes. I were don't good. think so. No, all right. Um, <laughs> Trying to give you benefit of the doubt here. I don't. <laughs> all right. Because um, <laughs> there is none. <laughs> it's gonna be really funny <laughs> when you're listening to this and you you tell your joke and it's just quiet after, <laughs> even between us two. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's gonna bring back PTSD. <laughs> Oh man! I, I thought we were friends, but I also thought they were my friends two years ago, and they didn't laugh either. <laughs> oh man! Skill issue. <laughs> yeah, skill issue is right. Yeah, skill issue is right. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was my failing moment, and yeah. I, I think that um, as a teacher, I failed even. Oh, by the way, let's. Just, I guess I'm not talking about teaching right now. Maybe we'll do that in another episode. Maybe we'll do this as a two-parter. Yeah, yeah maybe. Two part episode. I, I so, feel like we have a lot left to talk about in this yeah. topic, right? Yeah, I feel like we could yeah. probably get another episode out of this. 100%. I feel like we 100% could. Yeah. Um, so let's put a tail end on the uh, the uh, the comedy aspect of it yeah. by saying, I'm going to do stand up comedy again. It's going to happen. I'm so for it. Okay. And uh, Please vote yes on the poll if you know me and know my personal Instagram page. <laughs> if I write a poll, should I do this again? Because <laughs> I need the confidence. <laughs> yes, he needs all the support we can I'm get. Not, I'm not him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't struggle with confidence. You know what? You know what? We're gonna, he's going to do it this time. I'm I, going I, to. I, I believe it. I believe it. I feel like we can get it done this time. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Are you going to help me? Sure. Thank you. Sure. Well, you know what? We'll have you. We'll we'll practice. Okay. We'll practice. <laughs> we'll practice. I'll bring you a crowd. Okay. You, you get the crowd, and yep. I'll get the pizzas, and <laughs> I'll practice in front of we'll you guys. Stand up comedy. There yeah. you go. Um, but yeah, so there's a couple more stories about this. Just to put a tail in on the comedy mm-hmm. episode. I remember one time it was my friend Steve's birthday at the time, and uh, we were like taking the whole crew to the city to do stand up and uh, to watch me do stand up. Yeah. And we had brought this guy, James, with us. And to sign up for the open mic, all you had to do was sign a sheet. So we put me on the on the sheet. I wasn't expecting to do it. It was cool that I did it. Yeah. It was like, I think this was actually the last. No. Uh, the, so I had actually done it almost fully from 2014, June of 2014, until October of 16. Wow. Yeah, and I didn't get much better. Uh, <laughs> so, so, Jesus, two years of that, huh? <laughs> yeah. It was October 20, 2016, though, and uh, we put this guy James's um, uh, name on, yeah. the, on the open mic list. So I went first. Thank God I went first because it was like, oh, okay, like that's why we're here. And did I do well? I'm going to say no. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, that was 2016. It was two and a half years later. Uh, but no, I did not do well. Four uh, points. Four points. Uh, <laughs> Um, I don't even remember my jokes. I think I just 
at that time I knew I was like dead in the Done. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I was dead. And uh, let's just say that it was the funniest moment of having this guy James go up on stage and literally do better than me. And he never like never. Oh my god. <laughs> so he was pranked. He wasn't supposed to go up on stage. Yeah, they just they put his name down and just we put him his up. name down. Ugh. They called him up. He's like mother jumpers. Uh, <laughs> and, and he gets on stage. No hesitation, by the way. He he, he was gung ho about it, and he was like. Oh, so there's a sign up there. He's just pointing out things. And it was funnier than my actual bits. That <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. was bad. Guess he just had away with the crowd, huh? Uh, I guess he had away with the crowd. The open mic host, yeah. supposed to be supportive. He gets on stage and he goes, so that was like a prank, right? And we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he goes, so Matt's the actual comedian? I go, <laughs> yeah. And he goes, isn't it terrible that James was better than Matt? He called me out. That's so bad. It was so... Uh, that wasn't embarrassing, though. I don't know why. No, I, think that, I feel like it's more of a funny... And plus, like you said, you're on the, you were on the outs anyway, so... Yeah, I was... I didn't you care. kind of were just like, whatever. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. And then in 2017, I tried to do it again after I came home from LA. And if you listen to the relationship sort episode, um, <laughs> I got back into comedy after that was over. Yeah. And that lasted about... A good month and a half. <laughs> I was like, hey, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> I focus on teaching. But yeah. I think I became a funnier person by being a teacher. Oh, 100%. I think so. I mean, yeah. if your comedy was like it, like it was as you explain it. <laughs> right. Uh, Tell him how funny I was in the classroom. Oh, he was great. There, I don't, you know, I didn't really laugh much in school. But when I did, it was always his class. So. Oh. But his class was always a good time. Anyway. I think we'll pick this up in uh, yeah. part two uh, with different stories and different topics and different fun stuff to talk <laughs> and about. And more terrible jokes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more. Uh, maybe we'll give them. Maybe we won't. Uh, follow us on social at The Classroads Podcast on all of our social medias, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Um, Facebook's somewhat up and running. <laughs> I still get notifications that people are looking at our Facebook. Oh, yeah? Um, I haven't updated that even a little bit. Um, but yeah, so uh, tell your friends about us. Write a five-star review. And you've just... Cl- <laughs> Damn it. I almost got there. I almost made the whole episode. I almost did the whole outro. Follow at Team Lietta. He'll eventually update his stuff too. Yeah, sooner or later. <laughs> follow his boxing career. Don't follow me and my personal page. Um, but anyway, you've just crossed the classroads. Goodbye. <laughs> ah!